Hello and welcome to Sumo. Mainichi, my name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day seven of the Hatsu Basho 2024 taking place in Tokyo, Japan. Happy Nakabe Eve. Happy Nakabe Eve to you too and happy Nakabe Eve to everyone out there who loves Sumo as much as we do. Nakabe Eve is a time for family. Oh yeah. It's a time for friends mm. and it's a time for Sumo. Something about Nakabe Eve... It's Saturday night, obviously. Yeah. Um, in Australia, in Japan, around the rest of the world. <laughs> around it's the a world. <laughs> variety of times. Yeah, I think it might already be Saturday in America. Mm, I so think it's just ticked over. It's always or Saturday thereabouts. somewhere. <laughs> um, that's not true. Uh, so, <laughs> thank you for joining us on Sumo Mainichi this evening. Bit of a different episode tonight. So, we're coming fresh off uh, being guests. Mm on Salt City Sumo's YouTube uh, channel. Salt City Sumo do a service to the sumo community. They stream uh, Makuchi every day. Every single day. Of the Basho. And from people who are in their everyday business, I know the commitment that that takes. Yeah, Mainichi is very difficult. Mainichi, taihen. Um, (laughs) So so we we got to hang out with Goose and... and, um, you know, watch uh, Makuchi with him and their wonderful community. Goose is a very knowledgeable sumo commentator. Yeah, it was cool to uh, commentate and talk about sumo with someone who does it himself, who, you know, knows the feeling of being in the ring and, yeah. and having an opponent fight back against them and amazing insights and really cool to, to talk sumo with him. Really was. And that community. Salt City Sumo community. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, we had some absolute rock stars in the chat joining us. The Sumo luminaries. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. From around the world. So, an absolute privilege. And thank you, Goose, for having us. So, um, you know, we've already been talking a lot of Sumo tonight. So, so we'll, this will be a tighter, shorter episode. But we invite you to go to YouTube and look at uh, Salt City Sumo. You know, maybe catch up on the two hours of Sumo with us there. Yep. Definitely. But we'll give you a bit of an overview of today. And the first thing that we learned, well, the weather. I mean, I, can't, I can't no, simply well, I cannot mean, move out on without the weather. Well, let me tell you, it was cold. I can't and I won't. It's cold? <laughs> yep. Six degrees Celsius, 42 degrees Fahrenheit. Six is cold. Six, Six is, is cold. Is it the coldest it's been so far? Uh, I think it's been on par with some days earlier this week. Surely. But we knew this weekend was going to be a cold one. I want to be in Japan. Oh. Well, okay, when do I not want to be in Japan? Yeah. But I really want to be in Japan. Well, we've now. been talking a lot about, we enjoyed uh, the Osaka Basho so much in March. We enjoyed Fukuoka so much in November that we have said to each other, will we actually ever go back to the Tokyo, to a Tokyo yeah, Basho? And then as soon as we watched one day of this, we were oh, like, we're when like, can we get back there? <laughs> can, can we get there, this Basho? Yeah. We're mad for it. Yeah. The, the Kokugikan is something special and to see those shots of Tokyo every day, it's driving us crazy and <laughs> even the, the six degrees I'd, I'd be happy oh, for. I would cop that. I mean, people now, in Melbourne know, know that temperature. Yeah, it's a, it's a temperature that is familiar We're to familiar. us. Um, now, Aoyama Kyujo, let's yes. talk about that. Yes. So Danny Boy announced his, oh, he didn't announce it, but it was announced that he was Kyujo. <laughs> he held a press conference. <laughs> um, tap, tap, tap on the microphone. Microphone squeal. Yep. Uh, Kyujo today with the knee injury, we saw that that was an issue for him. He was yeah. limping around after his last bout. Uh, 
But not only that, a possible ACL injury I've seen, which is one that is, especially at his stage, probably slash possibly career ending. That's the talk on the street. Yeah, the sumo street. The sumo street. And we are very lucky to live on a sumo street. Yeah, we do. Um, And, you know, I went out to collect the mail and the milk from Mm. the front of our house and people were saying, ACL, that's career ending. Yeah, the milk delivery guy as he placed the (laughs) bottles down. Everything else associated with a milk yeah, delivery, yeah. he just said, you know, oh, yeah, my luck, is he going to come back? Yeah, well, and I said to him, I don't think so. I, th- I think this might be it. If the reports of the injury are to be believed, an ACL at this point in his career, it would be a long recovery. Yeah. He's going to slide. Yeah, I mean, he's at the bottom of the uh, Banzuke now in uh, Makuchi. He'll slide down into Jurio. And I think we could be looking at months and months and months of recovery. I think this might be stumps. Yep. For Aoyama. Will we be seeing a brilliant sumo smile from uh, Aoyama Sumo? Oh, I think we might. I reckon. I wouldn't mind seeing it and I can't wait to have my photo taken with him. Next time I go to the sumo, if he turns up in the blue jacket, I'd yeah. love that. So today on Osho, got the Fusen show and that's, you know, he's been doing so well, but to, to go 6-1 off a of Fusen show and have the little foot bath afterwards, you know. Look, I, th- I think on Osho probably would have knocked over Aoyama anyway, if we I just looked see. at their form. Uh, this is a good score for him. Very good. We heard news today as well that Hokuseho, he was out uh, yesterday having, uh, with his knee, yep. knee injury. But today we heard he had to have surgery on his knee. That's massive. He's very young. Um, but knee surgery, as we've seen with quite a few people recently, is is massive. Well, it is. And we know that in sumo, resorting to surgery is a last resort. <laughs> Let's put aside the news of this injury, Hakuho. Yeah. Or ex-Hakuho. This is what shocked me today. Miyagino Oyakata came out with some uh, inflammatory comments. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they're not so inflammatory on the surface, but if you read below, shots are fired. Yeah. He said, I want him, Hokuseho, to reconsider his sumo. It would be good if a new Hokuseho emerges. So when he says... A new Hokuseho emerges. He's not talking about Hokuseho, well, is he? I, I, was, um, I was thinking that he definitely wasn't meaning just a new knee. You know, Hokuseho with a better knee. Oh, no, what I thought it was was here's our new Hokuseho. It's, it's oh, Takeru. Hakuoho. It's Hakuoho. Oh, Takeru. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, Takeru Fuji is. Is Isakahama. Yeah. yeah. But I mean. But someone uh, like. Someone like that. Well, we've just heard news about a new Miyagino recruit that yeah. we'll talk about when he actually does join for his first basho. But yeah, I, th- I think he might be replaced. And if he's not replaced, then he'll need to come back in a, you know, some kind of new Pokemon form. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. Um yeah, these are interesting comments from uh, Miyagino Oyakata. I mean, Hokuseho is the way he is because of the heya and the coaching that he's received, surely. Well, that's a question for all time, isn't it? Talent versus nurture, Whoa, nature versus nature nurture. versus nurture. In terms well, of sport, like how how much did he recruit him because of a talent that he saw or because of what he knew about his background, what he knew about the guy, his height, yeah. his strength, 
and he hoped to mould him into. I mean, that's what I've always thought about Hokuseiho, I think, that he hoped to mould him into an excellent ricochet and he hasn't been able to do it yet. Well, I think if you read below the layers and then go under that layer and then the layer beneath. Oh, that's so deep. That We've gone deep here. I, I think that's what he's – what I pick up from this comment is that we've tried. I've tried. He yeah. won't, I can't change this guy. Yeah, he has to reconsider. He has to reconsider. Mm. Mm. Can surgery fix the mind? <laughs> Tune into our Patreon episode where we unpack that question. <laughs> All I've got to say is, and I haven't felt sorry for Hokuseiho very much yet, yeah. right now today I feel quite sorry mm. for him because – You've got a terrible knee and your oh, Oyokata. And Haku, not only your yeah. Oyokata, Miyagino Oyokata is saying that about you. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Very difficult. But let let me take you into the, the bouts. Well, hang on. Let's Before you them. move on, yeah. are we talking full Hokuseho reset? Oh, yeah. Well, I think we'd have to. If he went yeah. down low, I'd have to reset my We're mind. resetting. Okay, great. Yeah, but if he does one like... One minute thirty bout. I'm right We're back out. in there. <laughs> not never <laughs> talking right. about him again. Sorry, I interrupted you. Let's get on no, to the well, bouts. W- well, what I wanted to tell you about was Ono Sato yep. v Oho. Both of them uh, five and one coming into today, but Ono Sato blew Oho back easily here. Hands on the chest with a beautiful flare finish. Oh, beautiful. Just a little bit of uh, icing on the cake after he sent Oho over. I thought Oho might. Surprise on Osato? I thought so. I mean, we've seen him do good sumo, (laughs) TM. Um, But I thought he looked nervous at the touchy eye. He was sort of flicking his head around a bit and his eyes. And to come up against Onosato at this point in the Basho is tricky. Uh, His sumo is not exactly like Onosato, I mean, exactly like Kisnasato. But I did think that finish today with the legs spread on the Tawara was a (laughs) nice uh, Nishonoseki Oyakata And we we talk about that that Rikishi Oyakata relationship. We're seeing a very, very different thing with Onosato here. So with that win, Onosato is six and one, Oho five and two. Uh, another bout we'd like to tell you about is the Asaniyama and Meisei bout. Mm, very much Coming so. into this one, I mean, Asaniyama obviously undefeated. Meisei hitting his strides a bit in this basho and absolutely able to disrupt. But what we, were, what we saw today was a sumo masterclass from Asaniyama. Yeah, yeah, he just got in and did the business. Yeah. I mean, it feels like Asaniyama is getting better and better. Yep. The, the injury that we've seen him carry over the last couple of bashos seems to be behind him now. And and I, I feel for the first time, and I know I've probably said this before, but f- for the first time now, I feel like, yes, we're seeing solid Ozeki sumo. And today we just saw a, a ricochet who just dominated his opponent. Yeah. I mean, Meisei put up a good fight. Yep, a very good fight. And Meisei... Usually always does. It's very rare that there's a case where Maysay doesn't do something, tries something out, has some measure of success, but didn't lead to the win today. Uh, we're not like huge, uh, uh, sorry, Asanayama mm. stand. So we're not, no, like we're not going ahead. We don't get ahead with Asanayama, I think. We have been accused today in the chat of uh, yeah. him not fighting high enough yet for the level of hype that we brought. Yeah. And I guess that's fair enough, but he has fought and beat 
Magashira 5 Nishikigi. And I, well, I'd, I'd say take the rank out of it here. Yes, let's take the rank out. Tell me who he's fought. Nishikigi's Magashira 5 now, but he's Nishikigi, right? He's Komasubi. May say? Komasubi. Hirodumi. Magashira 1. Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Feels like. Hokuseiho will skip past. Shodanami, maybe we can well, skip okay, past yeah, as skip well. Past. Ichi Yamamoto. Magashira 6. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I come from a place of love oh, and support. Me too, with me that. too. And I take the point that Asaniyama hasn't fought up yet. I'm really interested in him fighting up. I think they should definitely start to put him up. Tomorrow he has, I'm just going to say it now, Magashira 10 Tamawashi. Mm. So then he's not going up yet. So I get that. I concede that. But there is still something in his sumo. You said it looks like Ozeki sumo. It does. It's just fast. It's decisive. It's He's dispatching. Exactly. I, I completely agree. And, and I think, yes, he's fighting where he's fighting down the Banzuke a little bit, but pure class from Asanyama today. So he moves to seven and zero, the outright leader in the Yusho race on Nakabe Eve. May say with that loss, four and three. Not too bad, May say. I really enjoyed this next bout. I'm going to talk about here, Midori Ugh. Fuji. And Gonoyama. Oh, this, why was this so good? It was, it was so good. Fantastic. Midori Fuji always brings a level. I guess he's a bit like Meisei in that way. Ura, you know, they just bring a level of, of interest to their bouts often. And he survived a huge pull-down attempt. He survived a Norua, slaps, thrusts. And then, as is a bit the theme of this basho, he was able to grab the yeah. arm, the yeah. outstretched arm of Gonoyama, pulled him forward, got around the back, pushed Gonoyama out. Oh, this bout was so good. It was so good because both Rikishi were expressing themselves through their sumo. Gonoyama's attacks were brutal. They were efficient. They were accurate. But somehow Midori Fuji found a way. This was the best of Midori Fuji that yeah. we see today. Yeah. Like, it was just fantastic sumo from him. And look, i, I got to say... <laughs> We get ahead of ourselves a little bit here in this podcast. <laughs> and right. after two days and Midori Fuji's first two losses, I, I think I might have said into a microphone that I'm done. Mm. Midori Fuji's done. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if we were recording, but I definitely <laughs> was speaking into You just went and a, got the microphone, picked yeah. it up, walked around the house, just said it. went out into the street. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, what we've seen from uh, Midori Fuji over the last four days has just been absolutely sensational. He's looking good. He's yeah. back. I'm back probably is what I'm trying to say. I mean, he's only two and five. Have you got too high for that? Ah, <laughs> you know me, I do not care about scores. No. Scores. What does he feel like, Komasubi? Well, he feels like kind of, well, he feels like he's going to finish on 9-6. Yeah, feels like 9-6. Uh, I haven't finished at Maigashira 1. Oh, I, thought oh. You, I thought you were going to be no. like, Ginosho. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Kanto no, I both. I hadn't thought of it, but I want to explore that idea. The old GK. Both of these guys are only two and five. Yeah. But they've both beaten really, really good opponents. They have. And these scores do not do either of their sumo no. justice, but it will change in week two. Actually, the the thing we could say about them is the enjoyment level. Enjoyment level of both of these guys. Oh, five two. Totally separate from score. Five two. Five two. <laughs> I'd even go as far as six one. Okay. Okay. That's high. All right, let's move on to the Abi Atami Fuji match. Uh, Atami Fuji came out looking for this front belt grip here. Oh, on yes, Abi. with the left hand. Yeah, now this was a really interesting thing that happened here because he missed it, but somehow he failed successfully. Yes. In that missing that front hand belt grip 
put a tummy Fuji right, right up in uh, Abi's personal space. And from here, Atami Fuji just used his bulk to power Abi Ford and over the bales. It was interesting. The execution wasn't perfect, but he did it. Yeah, somehow, as he said, it took him forward and also his arm was outstretched and he kind of then, the only thing he could do with it was raise it up and it almost deflected yeah. Abi's thrusting yes, attacks. Exactly. So it served two purposes there, to bring him forward into his personal space and to lead to that push forward that ended up getting him the win. So that's three wins in yeah. a row for Atami Fuji. We waited. We were patient. Oh, I wasn't. I'd written him off. <laughs> well, I just thought into it. Into a microphone? No, no, actually, no, I had, no, I think into a microphone while we were, were recording. I think we, we did speak about mm. his positive sumo even in those losses. And I think today it really, really paid off. Three in a row now. The confidence has to be growing He's establishing himself at, or he's on the cusp of establishing himself at Maegashira 1. Mm. This is huge if he it can is. continue this form. And I'm seeing heaps of love around at the moment for Arby. Everybody is kind of putting their hearts out there for him and, and, and feeling a lot for him. We are too. It's, he's won six. He's managed to get that, uh, that one win, but struggling I think it's a tricky time for him. <laughs> I think it's <laughs> well really said. just bad times <laughs> well for Abi, but uh, yeah. we wish him well for the rest of the basho. Sanyaku. Yeah, let's crack into Sanyaku. Takiyasu. Takiyasu yeah. at Komasubi. He was back yesterday. He beat Ura, but we commented yesterday on the podcast that he looked ginger afterwards, and you could see it today in his bout versus Magashira 1. Wakamoto Haru feels like Sekiwake. <laughs> Wakamoto Haru again, he came out with the yeah, thrust. Yeah, the thrust. Very, very interesting to see. It's his new style. It's a new style. I mean, I I was thinking, well, what we're going to see here, regardless of uh, Takiyasu's injury concerns, was going to be an old-fashioned belt matchup, but... Yeah, Wakamoto Haru again opts to th push and thrust and again looked good doing it. Hard for him to look very good doing it because Takiyasu conceded this bout very, very quickly. Yeah, it was obvious that he wasn't 100% at all. Didn't show pain, obviously. He wasn't wincing, but Not he was like just yesterday, right? really ginger. Yeah. Just You could tell in the movement that he was sort of taking himself we backwards. He stepped himself out very, very quickly here. So uh, for Takiyasu fans, concerning news, his two wins, three losses and two days off. Wakamoto Haru is four and three. Yeah. He's building. I'm so ahead of myself on this one. Oh, <laughs> get in line. <laughs> uh, we had... Uh, Komasubi Ura up against Sekiwake Daesho. Predictably, Ura went low here at the Tachiai against Daesho, looking to get underneath those opening attacks. Daesho, though, was so efficient. He got under, Ura stood him up. Yeah, powerful and perfect today, Daesho. We saw his style of sumo implemented to perfection. Ura couldn't do anything. No flips, no uh, pirouettes. Well, he didn't really even have time no, to set his feet no. to try something. Not even a, you know, majestic flip out of the way or flip mm. off the doyo. Yeah, this was all Daesho. And it's the kind of win that Daesho needs at Sekiwake. He moves to five and two. Ura still officially winless at Komasubi. Yep. He's one and six, but that uh, one win came from the Facencho. Yes. Ura. 
Hurrah. Come on, mate. Come on. We're you here can do for it. you. Kodnawaka came up next against Ryuden. Kodnawaka losing yesterday, and we thought that maybe he was uh, a little over upset about that, a little dramatic about it. So, what could he do here today against Ryuden? Well, he got the belt. Got the right hand on the belt. He spun Ryudin around and most importantly here, I think, denied Ryudin a hold on his own belt. We could see Kodnawaka very consciously keeping the hips back, correctly giving the dude the respect he deserves. Mm. Kodnawaka knows that he can't give Ryudin any sniff of the belt. Uh, and in doing so, Kodnawaka controlled this one and... Uh, Ended up taking out Ryudin quite easily in the end. Yeah, so coming back from that loss against Wakamoto Haru, important mental reset. Yeah, totally. I think um, he was so on board with his own success, you know, really thinking I have a chance here, you show possibility, um, starting to challenge the upper Sanyaku that, to be able to rebound from a loss was really important yeah, was, mentally for it? him. And he did it. He did it. It was only Reardon, and I don't mean yeah. Reardon fans, you know, yay. But, yep, yep. Uh, I you hear know. you. Kodnawaka, six and one. The dude, a.k.a. Reardon, three and four. Oh, well, we were treated to a modern-day classic in the <laughs> Kirishima and Hokkaido Fuji bout. Now, when I saw this matchup, I wasn't expecting great things. Kirishima in incredible touch. Hokkaido Fuji, there's a fire burning within him, this basho, but... The skill difference was the thing that I was anticipating was going to make this bout a quick one, and boy, was I wrong. There's a lot to talk about in this bout. We'll talk about the opening out of the touchy eye. They traded Supari attacks, and then they locked up on the belt before quickly uh, moving into a into chaos. Yeah. I'm surprised this doesn't happen, happen more often with the quick movement that can happen around the doyo, but the gyoji... Uh, yeah. The 15th Kimura Shotaro just couldn't get out of the way. And he was. <laughs> we, we've seen Gyoji not, not get out of the way. Yeah. But he really got bowled over here. Yeah. I thought he tripped, but on uh, having another look, oh, he, no. was, he was very much uh, bowled. He was bowled <laughs> over. Now, what happened here, I can only describe as farce. Mm-hmm. Being knocked over by, you know, two of the quickest rikishi going around, Kirishima, Hokuto, Fuji, not a crime. Mm. He got bowled over, it knocked his hat off. Yep. And it knocked one of his uh, sandals off. Yep. Now, while the bout's still going on, Kirishima and Hokuto Fuji going at it hard, old mate is wandering around looking for his hat. Yeah. And then spends time putting it back on. No eyes on the bout. No, he wasn't watching. Wasn't watching. And then he gets the hat on. I'm like, oh, thank God. God, he's got his precious hat on. And then he goes looking for his other sandal. Yeah, and the sandal had flipped upside oh my down. God. Have you ever tried to flip over a thong? You know, when you're on the beach or something and you're like, my, my thong's flipped. Well, I don't do Thanks. beaches or thongs, so I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> That's true, actually. Well, I, I'll gift you with the knowledge of yeah, when you flip a thong, yeah, right. it's pretty hard to get it. Back on. It, take, what, well, it takes a while. What about if there are 10,000 people screaming at yeah. you while you're trying to do it? <laughs> and you're it? meant to be looking at somebody oh who's, you know, God. drowning in the water or something. It was so yeah, this um, was dumb. dramatic from him that I feel like both Hokuto Fuji and Kirishima were also yeah. almost watching them. Like they kind of slowed yeah, down well, and like settled down into a lockup because they were both like wondering – 
where's he gone? I, I hit him and where's he gone? He's down on the ground. And now what the hell's he doing? Out of the corner of and my eye, say, I can see him putting his hat on. I've got to say, I do think this shifted the momentum away from Hokuto Fuji because you're exactly right. They did slow down here, as you would when the only other person on the doyo is scrambling around looking for their hat. Yeah. Like, were they expecting this one to be pulled up? Yeah, maybe. I I don't think I've seen, I mean, we've seen a couple of Georgi stumbles. We've definitely seen one fall hey. off the doyo before, but he just got back on. He didn't lose the, we've the seen hat. St- <laughs> and look, the hat, I, we're calling it a hat. I know that everything in sumo has much more of a meaning and the eboshi, uh, you know, is, has a big history in it. It's based on the hats worn by Shinto priests and stuff. So, you know, it's hey, got it's got a meaning. Good sandal, special socks. Do you know what also has a rich history? Doing your job. <laughs> you don't stop doing your Being job because your hat's fallen off. Yeah. You don't need the hat. It was a surprise under there. I don't think I've ever seen any of these oh, guys I've without never their seen hats. a Georgie without their hat on. It was shocking. <laughs> um, yeah, I was totally angry, angry about this, but... <laughs> The bout continued. It did. It just kept going. They, they kind of just waited well, well, while he was they, trying to get the toe in between I the I wouldn't say waited because they, they, was, they were both on the belt here. Eventually they moved themselves back into the middle of the doyo, arms locked up. And here I thought, well, I mean, this is Kirishima. Yeah. This is, his, this is the launching pad that he likes to go from. He did initiate Kirishima. Hokuto Fuji put up such a great defense here. Yeah. He really, really did match... Kirishima in speed, strength, technique, but it was just too much pressure for Hokuto Fuji. And Kirishima ended use, ended up using a belt grip to take Hokuto Fuji over the Tawara. He was too distracted. Hokuto well, Fuji. I mean, this was a, <laughs> this was a this was a joke, a bad bad joke. Well, he takes the whole thing very seriously, Hokuto Fuji, and to see a, a hatless Gyoji, it just rocked him to the core. Yeah, true, perhaps. True. No, I mean both of yeah, both of these guys uh, did really well in this bout. Kirishima, as predicted, perhaps after a whole lot of different events, <laughs> came out on top. Yeah. He moves to six and one, so he's very much keeping himself in it. After that one loss, he has not let himself go down the path of oh my goodness, I'm not going to be Yokozuna now. He's brought himself back. But gee, he went close today. <laughs> he did go close. <laughs> Hokuto Fuji, hats off. See yeah. what I did there? Uh, to that effort. He's four and three, but it, gee, it feels a lot like five and two. <laughs> Don't does. you reckon? Yeah, I yeah. do. I do. Toby Zaru came up next against Hoshoryu. This was a really enjoyable and technical bout. One of the discussions we had in the Salt City Sumo uh, commentary was who is the most technical ricochet at the moment? And I felt really lucky with the names that were put forward because there were you know, the names just kept co- kept coming. Well, Ura, Hoshoryu, Tobizaru, uh, Terunofuji, Midori Fuji, all well, of these guys he can do. Goose was very um, Goose was very sure. He listed off his top five mm. like he had thought about it before. Mm. Whereas if someone had put it to me, I would have gone, uh, Akua, uh, <laughs> Teretsuyoshi. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just had Hoshoryu. He was my uh, main one, actually. Completely, yeah. But Midori Fuji definitely. Yeah, he was in that list of Goose's top five and can't disagree. But we saw such a technical bout here. Yes. And they went body to body, which Tobizaru, when he does, I always know that I'm going to enjoy that bout because he can flick around, he can run around. That's also lovely to watch. But 
when he comes in and does full-on body-to-body sumo, it's cool. Oh, I mean, yeah, Tobi Zaru can match it with the best and we saw him do that today. He couldn't beat the best in Hoshoryu, uh, but, boy, he, he just, in his own very unique way, um, gives people value for money. Yeah, it always felt like Hoshori was a step ahead. He was able to negate Tobizaru's moves, even when I thought they might have led him to an advantage. He got both hands on the belt, took Tobizaru out. So that keeps Hoshoryu here at five and two. Very important for him to have got that win today. I tell you what, yeah, if you look at the alternative four and three. Yep, MNW for Hoshoryu. I would say Tobizaru, he's three and four. Okay, the final bout of the day was Yokozuna Terunofuji against Maegashira something Shodai. <laughs> And I say that because it doesn't matter what Shodai's rank is because when he steps up against a Yokozuna, it's Shodai. Yep. You can't put a number against this man. Nope. It's meaningless. I'd looked forward to this bout for my whole existence. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had. I, I felt a little bit of apprehension, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> but, I mean, one thing you can say about Shodai is he goes out and he just does short eye. Yeah, just steps up on the doyo with the most innocent, vacant look on his face and then yeah, no something se- happens. No sense of intimidation, no sense of intensity. Uh, no. But when they got going, short eye got out and he got straight under the arms of Terunofuji. Terunofuji responded quickly by trying to lock the yep. arms down Clamp of short the elbows eye, down. But he was very high. Yeah. Couldn't really get any purchase on short yeah, that eye. that was it, wasn't it? He was too high was because too usually high. that arm lock works and he can set himself down, spread the legs and then power back. But he just couldn't do that. Well, I mean, trying to arm lock short eye is like trying to punch water. You know, <laughs> you can see it. It doesn't mean you can feel anything. Short eye here pressed this advantage, kept his body close, moved Terunofuji across the doyo, took him out. There was no resistance. <laughs> This was amazing. I had a head spin. I didn't realise. It was like <laughs> I vagued out and then came back and I saw Shodai still in and Terunofuji out, but my brain did this weird like face swap thing where I'm like, oh, of course, it's that way yeah. around. And then my vision crystallised and I saw Shodai's face as the victor and I was thrilled. Yeah, obviously. I mean, this was crazy. The, the Tokyo crowd celebrated by raining down purple cushions. Mm, Shodai not able to catch any of them, unfortunately. Oh, there was today. one that went close so to the close. head. Yeah, I was just I was like, pop up the it. hand. This is his second Kimboshi. Uh, he has beaten uh, Terunofuji before. The other Kimboshi was against Haramofuji way back earlier in his career. But it's his second proper win against Yokozuna, Terunofuji, yeah. I should say. Um, there's one other Fusensho, but yeah, good job, Shodai. It's not one other Fusensho. He has three Fusenshos. Yes. Oh, but against, against Yokozuna. Yokozuna. Sorry, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I've kind of limited uh, Terunofuji's bouts. No, you've mm. you've tightened the scope. I like yeah, it. I've, I've done some analysis. You've done some analysis. <laughs> uh, a brilliant win for short. I completely caught me by surprise, but it was a very pleasant surprise. Mm. Uh, where does this leave Terunofuji, do you yeah, think? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, we thought maybe, I mean, we we're always predicting that he'll go Kujo and he doesn't. Um, he could definitely stay. Five and two he is now. So, um, well, he's two behind the current leader, Asaniyama. Yeah. 
and and as we said before, Asana Yama still has to come up, so there's a large yeah. chance that you know he'll he'll meet he'll some up, stumbling blocks on the way. He will pick up some losses. There's yeah. no doubt about it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a stumble for Terunofuji. Depends but how he feels, I suppose, in the uh, in the body, whether that pinged anything or hurt anything. Or well, I'm going to put something that is going to sound very black and white. But if Terunofuji can't beat Shodai, mm. what chance does he have against Kodnawaka, Hoshoryu? Mm. The you know these That's ricochet hurling great beaten. form. Well, well, yeah, no. Yeah, of course. <laughs> now I think about a Yokozuna first week, which I know, and I shouldn't have had yeah. to look. No, I know. Mm. It's hard to keep it all in your head. Yeah. Sumo. Sumo. So much of it. Well, uh, let's uh, leaderboard. Yeah. Talk to us about the leaderboard. Asanyama. Yep. Maegashira, seven. Yep. Seven wins. Six wins. Kirishima, Kodnawaka, Onosho, and Onosato. On five, Terunofuji, Hoshoryu, Daisho, Oho, and Kodoshoho. Okay. Uh, some bouts that we'll be looking forward to on Nakabi Day 8, Sunday, a.k.a. tomorrow. Asuniyama at 7-0 takes on Tamawashi at Maegashira 10. Yeah. Tamawashi, he, yeah. Yeah, he won today. He beat Takanosho. Mm. And he did, he did look good today. 4-3. It's a 5-3 record between these two Asuniyama's way. Tamawashi, you know, getting on in age but still a fierce competitor will probably challenge us in the other. Yeah. At least I hope. Yeah. Uh, moving up the card into Sanyaku, Takiyasu has to take on Kodnawaka tomorrow. Uh, okay. Eek. If you're camp Takiyasu and you see that match up, you go, let's call it. Please go back, Kyujo. Let's, let's go, Kyujo. <laughs> don't, don't get shoved down to the ground. What do you think about this one? Sekiwake Daesho takes on Midori Fuji. Oh, yeah. 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 I think that will be Okay. Hokuto Fuji gets a shot at Hoshoryu, and given Hokuto Fuji's form, I think that could be interesting. Kirishima takes on Tobizaru. Now, they oh. have a very interesting head-to-head. It's 9-10 Tobizaru's oh, way. Oh, come on. So, you know, I, I think that Tobizaru would have got those wins before Kirishima ascended into this new form that he is now. But Tobizaru, he, he's a rikishi who has such impressive records against the... Upper Sanyaku. Very much so, and that's why I always love watching him oh. go and the, around. And Terunofuji Yokozuna takes on the dude, Ryuden, oh, tomorrow. So <laughs> poor old Ryuden at Maegashira 5. Bit of a strange Nakabe yeah, card. it is a bit of a strange one, but uh, it will be another great day of sumo. Thanks for joining us uh, on Sumo Manichi today. Uh, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so. Make a donation via PayPal. There's a link in all of our bios now. Yep. Uh, but, you know, no pressure. No pressure. You do not have to. We will also be commentating Jurio tomorrow back on our Jurio thing um, from Jurio time, which is when Jurio starts. Yes. Uh, we'll be on Sumo Mainichi YouTube talking all things about that division. So come and join us if you want to receive a notification. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I